Welcome back to The Hammer. Brand new show every single Friday. Hammer anytime, anytime. Touchdown props with myself and Jason Weingarten, who is on location in Vegas. How much are you getting down right now? A uh, decent amount. About to uh, about to go round robins for first innings when we finish this uh, finish this up. Well, let's talk about that off the hop because we're playing anytime touchdown props. You can bet them solo. You can parlay them together. Do you like the round robin formats for parlaying these together? Yes, I actually do. Um, if, if you're looking to play these more as sort of lotto tickets and get a lot of you know really big odds, I think you know if you if you really want to go out there and parlay, you know, two or three plus money anytime touchdown scores, or even get a little crazier and go a little deeper than that. I mean, I think I made one parlay that was like nine cents to win $170,000 or something. So you can, uh, you can push the odds up on these pretty quickly. Yeah. These are a really fun way for low limit gamblers to really, I mean, you can go and play your regular like spread parlays, but even then, like you parlay five games together, you bet 50 bucks, like what do you win a thousand bucks off something like this? Like these ones, obviously longer odds for it to happen, but you can take five bucks and throw it at like, 30 of these props and parlay them together if you want to. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I mean, uh, you can, like you said, even for, for recreational players, you can do all sorts of kind of fun parlays and play around with guys scoring touchdowns. And it it gives you a whole lot of, you know, more action in game. Well, we're going to be doing this every single Friday. So remember to subscribe, like, share, all that fun stuff with Jason and myself. Additionally... You should be following us on Twitter at Spreadopedia and at the PME because the first one I want to talk about is the Demetric Felton prop where he got announced as the starting slot for the Cleveland Browns. I don't know how long that's going to last for, but against the Panthers, it's a shot. And you sent me the DraftKings Sportsbook odds, which I think were 16 to 1 at the time. It's down to plus 650 now. Don't like that one as much. No, it was actually as high as 40 to 1 before he was he was announced or speculated that he was going to be the slot receiver but yeah I mean that's the thing and personally I'm not used to odds going up on player props so early this is a relatively new thing with the legal books for me props used to be a day of thing but now you know DraftKings will start putting out props on Monday for the the following Sunday and people start betting them groups start releasing plays so for me a lot of the time it's it's just it's 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 I'm not even thinking about it that early in the week but uh you know, it's just there's value all over the board on these just to everywhere. Multiple sites you can just pick off great numbers. Yeah, I mean, I've made all mine on DraftKings Sportsbook, so I'll stick to that. And if you find ones other way, or you're like, hey, I have that same one, but it's double. You let me know on that front because everyone should be site shopping with all of this, finding the best lines possible. I mean, that's I mean, is site shopping really I mean, it's not the only way you can get an edge, but is it the easiest way for anyone to get an edge? It's incredibly important because you look at some of the guys that I, I like this week, and one book will have the same the same anytime prop plus two twenty. One will have it at five to one, you know, and you're just leaving a ton of value on the table. You just can't bet plus two twenty if there's five to one available. That's you know against the rules. Yeah, I well, I mean, that, I ran into that case with Felton. I had to bet it at Bet365 because they had the best odds of any book that I had access to. I think it was eight and a half to one, nine to one on the anytime touchdown, knowing that the DraftKings 16 to one 
at the time was out there. It's like, I live in a place where I can't bet on DraftKings Sportsbooks, so not good for me. So I had to search around to some of the other sites and they already, it was already beat down. It was already five to one, or they just don't want to get taken by these numbers. So they just make them all artificially low, but I got in at that. I didn't mind it eight and a half to one. I mean, I didn't prefer it to the 16 to one by any means, but sometimes you just get stuck with the short end of the stick on it. Yeah, totally, totally understand that. Um, right now, some of the ones that I'm looking at, I haven't been binged on them yet, but they're all kind of injury situations. Like, is Alan Lazard going to play? Probably not. Sammy Watkins is three to one to score an anytime touchdown. It looks like Bob Tunyon is going to play, but we're not sure on that. And that news isn't going to come out until later in the afternoon on Sunday because those are late games. But you could get Watkins at three to one for an anytime touchdown. Or if Tunyon is actually out, Mercedes Lewis is likely to start in that spot. He got a Veterans Day off this week, but he's plus 850 score an anytime touchdown what's one of the highest projected totals of the week like there's only so many guys on the packers and someone's gonna have to catch touchdowns yeah mercedes lewis man that guy he started college when i started college uh, i mean <laughs> he's one of the oldest guys in the nfl not named tom brady but he does show up once or twice a year in green bay and i, I sometimes forget he's still in the league because he's not a pass catching tight end that much anymore but he's he's part of the offense when he's on the field. Aaron Rodgers is going to look at him, and like you said, somebody's got to catch those passes, especially if Lazard's out. Big Bob T's a little hurt still, so you know, lot lot to like there with that Mercedes Lewis play. Yeah, I wouldn't get there if Tunyon was active because then that makes absolutely no sense. But if Tunyon is out, like we saw with, I mean, it's not like Mercedes Lewis got twelve touchdowns last year, but he played like over eighty five percent of the goal line and red zone packages for the Packers, so. I mean, with a lot of these things, it's just who can seize on the opportunity of playing when they're close to the goal line. And I think that Mercedes Lewis could take advantage of that. Sans Lazard, Sans, Big Bob Tunyon, and we're good to go. Arizona is the other one right now. Like, you know, Ertz might play, but probably not. Rondell Moore looks less and less likely to play. So then you have Trey McBride is 3-1 to one for an anytime touchdown who should theoretically at least, end up being the starting tight end. A.J. Green would be 3-1 to one for an anytime touchdown for Arizona in a him. game where – what's that? I had A.J. Green on my list. I love A.J. Green. Did you get any – could you find anything better than 3-1? to one? I saw plus 280 at DraftKings was the highest I, I could find. Yeah, it's it's plus 300 at DraftKings right now. You got the, oh, so moved, moved against me. Yeah, so we're, we're good to go on that front. Maybe it sounds like Ertz is playing or Moore is playing, but again, that's something you're going to want to know before going in. If Moore and Ertz are out, because Wesley was put on IR on Thursday, right, what, what are the Andy Isabella props? That sounds so like scumbaggy, but like just anyone on the field for Arizona has a shot this week. I saw someone tweeting about Andy Isabella earlier this week. That would make sense. I was wondering, I was like, why is Andy Isabella popping up on my my timeline? right now Andy Isabella is plus 250 anytime touchdown AJ Green is three plus 300 like three to one for, for I, that start, makes no sense to me for, for probably an actual starter who's gonna get a ton of snaps yeah all right well do you have any good long shots because I have like mid to long shots some quarterbacks but uh the only other long shot that I had was what the hell is his name the Giants had it Daniel Bellinger plus 425 I think there are there are better numbers out there on him though yeah, let me go through. I got a, I got a couple guys on my list I like. I'll tell you real quickly. Um, first one is Isaiah Likely, one of the uh, one of the stars of the preseason. His number, his anytime number, was five to one at Fanduel. I thought that was a, a, an excellent excellent play. Um, Kyle Uzcheck, the Polish fullback, 
in uh, San Francisco with uh, with the injury potential to George Kittle. Oops, excuse me. Sorry. With the with the injury potential to George Kittle this weekend, I saw his anytime number ranging anywhere from seven to one at DraftKings, high as eleven to one at FanDuel. I think he gets a lot more carries or. Uh, touches. I, I think he's not actually a guy who gets carries. He, he catches the ball, um, but he'll get he'll get more more opportunities to be on the field. He's part of the red zone package for the 49ers. I always I always bet Kyle Uzcheck. Um, as far as same game parlay stuff go, I really like the Steelers game. I parlayed uh, Najee Harris anytime with George Pickens at plus one thirty, plus three thirty on the same game parlay. That play that pays plus nine sixty just for. The two-teamer there. And then uh, Wandell Robinson, ro- rookie ride, wide receiver for the Giants. I like him, plus 310, widely available up to plus 350. So um, those are a couple of my not necessarily longest shots. A uh, little longer, Cavante Turpin, the uh, undrafted wide receiver on the, on the Cowboys, USFL MVP last season, 13-1. to 1. I think that's a, a good number. He's the kick returner. He's the punt returner. He could play some offense. I wouldn't be surprised if they got him involved on some jet sweeps or some, you know, some some different stuff where they got the ball in his hands in space. And then uh, this one isn't isn't a long shot, but Christian Kirk. I really liked him last year on Arizona. He's going to probably be the number one wide receiver for Jacksonville now with Trevor Lawrence. I think he puts up huge numbers this season. All right, so I, I, like you said, I didn't go with very many long ones, but I, I wanted to stick with that San Francisco game where you had use check. I had both Elijah Mitchell and Trey Lance, plus 125 and plus 175. Probably wouldn't parlay them together with that, and I pr- much prefer Mitchell to Trey Lance, but we know that Lance is going to run the ball like 10, 11, 12 times, whatever it may be. No Kittle. Debo is probably still a little bit banged up. I think that they limit what he's going to do because of the hamstring problem. So it's either Lance bombing it or they're going to run a ton. And it doesn't seem like, I mean, they cut Trey shirt. They cut Trey sermon and Elijah Mitchell is going to get like 22 carries in this game. And Lance is probably going to get between 10 and 15. Like it seems like a pretty getting plus money on them. I thought was strange against a bad bears run defense. Their past defense isn't like horrible run defense is atrocious. I think Mil- uh, Mitchell could be one of the leading running backs, you know, rush, rush title guys this year. He could he can rush for the most yards in the league, assuming, you know, everyone thinks Derrick Henry just wins all these, you know, all these if he stays healthy. But I think Mitchell is a legitimate uh, rushing title contender this year. He's trying to look for a first touchdown in that Cowboys Bucks game. Now you have me very, very intrigued on what this number might be. What was that guy's name again? Oh, Turpin. Turpin, 55 to 1, first touchdown? How much is it? 55 to 1. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, he's the kick returner, he's the punt returner. So, ball's going to be in his hands to start the drives. He's really fast. He's a slot slot receiver. He's short. He's kind of like a Tyree kill. So, I think think the other thing is he's 26. So, it's not like they're going to spend a bunch of time developing him. He's ready to plug and play. You know, if if you're not ready to play, they're going to cut him and move on. But I think he's a guy who can come in and, you know, give him, you know, positive contributions, especially if, if, if you watch anything in the USFL. I mean, he, he did look pretty good. Granted, that was against lower level competition. I won a bunch of money on the USFL. Didn't didn't watch a second of it, Jason. Oh, you missed out. Not really. It was it was it was awful. 
Yeah, if you had a good projection site, you just absolutely pummeled props or whatever it might be with those because no one knew, like the books didn't know what to do in terms of projection. So if you had anyone with any sort of inside info of how the depth chart actually shuck out, then all of a sudden you were pretty good. So I think my favorite play here, Elijah Mitchell plus 125, probably play that solo and parlay it with my favorite. I don't want to go into the into the minus here unless they're giving me like Derrick Henry at minus 105, which never happens. I really like Antonio Gibson, uh, you know, without Brian Robinson around JD McKissick is not going to be the goal line back. It's going to be Antonio Gibson. He's even money to score a touchdown against Jacksonville. So you can take Gibson, parlay him together with Mitchell. You got a stew going to like plus three twenty seven, I think is what it turns out to be, though. That would be my single favorite. How to use any game touchdowns this uh, this week. Yeah, that's I, I, I don't fault you on that. I think Leonard Fournette is another guy at like minus 115 or less that I think is is a reasonable lay. But typically when you start getting around the even monies and the, the having to lay money on these guys, what I really look for is books that allow yes, no touchdown. So then if you're going to give me, you know, a Leonard Fournette minus 115 or if it gets up to 125 or 130, I'll look and say, well, can I bet the no now? You know, will you give me even money on the no? Will you give me plus 105 on the no? At a, a certain point, I'll bet no touchdown on a guy I like if the odds are good enough. And generally speaking, with these odds, especially for the favorites, yeah, like you might see they score a touchdown, X out of like 14 out of 18 weeks, whatever it might be. But I just simulated the entire week one 10,000 times. There's only one player whose medium projection comes out to either a touchdown or more this week, and it's Jonathan Taylor. Even Derrick Henry's below that number. He's at 0.9 touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I think people, people overestimate how often good players score you know, in the NFL or how scoring, you know, comes in bunches. I was looking at it. You know, you could have a guy who will score two touchdowns, one game, one touchdown, next game, he won't score a touchdown for a month. It, it happens more often than you think. Jason, you can follow at Spreadopedia. You can follow me at the PME. Any final thoughts on laying the hammer anytime on these touchdown props? Yeah, I wanted to talk about something real quick with the, the rookie wide receivers and the, the numbers to win offensive rookie of the year. You know, like like George Pickens, if he didn't get 35 to 1, I wouldn't lay 9 or 10 to 1 now. If he didn't get 100 to 1 on Romeo Dobbs, I wouldn't lay 15 or 20 to 1. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do any of these prices, you know, on these wide receivers. If you do happen to like any particular wide receiver, whether it's Drake London or George Pickens, Romeo Dobbs, Watson, Sky Moore, Garrett Wilson, uh, Jalen Tolbert in in uh, Dallas, whoever you like, consider betting their touchdown props week one. If none of these guys score touchdowns, their offensive rookie of the year odds are going to go way, way higher. You know, production is what, you know, cuts the odds. Um, and I think when you're getting like, 10 to one on Pickens and you're getting 28 to one on Pickens to score two touchdowns week one at FanDuel. Like, why would you not bet these guys to score touchdowns? Why would you not bet them to score two touchdowns? Uh, in a lot of the cases like Garrett Wilson, for example, and I'm not necessarily saying that I think Garrett Wilson's going to score two touchdowns week one, but he's 65 to one at FanDuel for two touchdowns. That's triple his offensive rookie of the year odds. It just doesn't make sense to me that you would lay season-long futures on some of these guys when you can get such huge prices week one tune in next 
Friday for more Hammer Anytime Touchdown Props. And stay tuned on thehammer.bet for all of the shows. Subscribe and like the channel. Share it around. If you're feeling like you're having a great day, help us share it around. That would be great. I'm Pat Mayo. See you next time.